Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm with my co-host, the, ma- the main man, Pablo Potter. Hello everyone. Mr. Pabs. He is coming on the co-host. He probably won't stay here very long, will he? No, he won't stay very long. Um, because today's episode is about who you are surrounding yourself with and the environments that you are in. Now, the reason I wanted to put two and two together is because they somewhat have the same effect on yourself as a person and as an individual, and also then the energy that you're bringing to your day. Um, We'll start off with the people that you're surrounding yourself with. Now, I am not the first person to have this conversation with you. I do not doubt for a fact, for a second, that you have heard these conversations before, that you are a representation of the five people you surround yourself with, the the top five people you surround yourself with. You are um, going to have similar traits, you're going to have similar personalities, you're going to have similar desires, behaviours, thought processes, because what happens is you start to go in sync with one another. If you're a female, which I most definitely think you will probably be, um, as that is the majority of my my viewers, if you're a female and you start working with other females, what tends to happen is your body start to go in sync and you start to get your menses around about the same time. And it's just because that is how tribe mentality works. Um, you're, you start to become a solid representation of the people that you're around. And this is something that we need to spend a bit more time paying attention to and take a bit of control from. Um, purely because, so if you are, it's absolutely fantastic if you are surrounded with a very supportive family, if you have got a great social network that are cheering you on, you know, they've got goals of their own, they're very inspired, they're extremely supportive, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to have confrontation. Um, in my opinion, the key to a solid relationship is being able to have confrontation and it not actually impacting the relationship itself. Um but, and it builds character, it builds a stronger bond, you know, because you're, you're, you're beginning to understand people's boundaries and likes, dislikes, standards, etc. A um, bit like having a coach. Um, you're, you're not always going to see eye to eye, but it, I, the sign of a good coach-client relationship is that you're able to work your way through these things and build a, solid, a solider bond at the end of it. Um, so this is what you want to be looking for in the relationships that you have around you. Um, and unfortunately, what tends to happen is we start, because we have maybe been brought up in a particular circle of friends um, or a certain social group at work or even your family, um, the more that time goes by, you're starting to notice that there is a lot of toxic energy um, within this relationship. And what tends to happen is there is that sense of pressure and sense of guilt to maintain the relationship, regardless of the fact that neither people within that relationship is 100% happy. Um, Now, I am not for a second here to say to you that you need to be cutting off your mum or you need to be cutting off your best friend because at the end of the day, we are not in high school. 
I have been that person that has been cut off and let me tell you, it is not pleasant. Um, and in my opinion, it's not necessary. Um, if you have got these relationships in your life and they are supposed to be solid relationships, then you don't need to cut them off just because it's slightly more toxic or maybe you're not getting the support that you want. Maybe you're trying to strive for a new career. Maybe you're trying to strive for a new health goal or whatever it is that you're trying to do. Maybe you're having an absolute up, uphaul and you need your life to change. Um, and the people in your life are not being supportive. They are seeing you trying to change and they are trying to potentially hold you back. Um, and they're trying to potentially, um, the, not get in your way, but they, they don't want to see you change. Now there's two sides to this. I've had this conversation before. Um, they are either in your life, they're, they're either doing this for one of two reasons, there's only two types of people that you're going to have in your life and they are your boosters and they are your um, energy takers. So they're your drainers and the people that are boosters in your life, those are the people that are going to boost you up, encourage you to go forward, encourage you to do more. Um, you know, once you've been in your in in their presence, you feel better, you feel energized, you feel inspired. You know, even if there has been a slight confrontation, it's never anything sinister. Um, you know, it's a slight heated debate or something that you've disagreed on, but it's not ultimately going to sway the relationship. You're very secure within each other. Um, and then you've got the people that are your drainers. So they these are the people that are. They just suck the soul out of you. Um, regardless of how much good energy you're trying to bring to it, they're just not meeting you halfway. And the best, the only thing you can do in this situation is without cutting them off and being that person, um, is distancing yourself from that relationship. And it's, it's not a matter of turning and say you're a horrible person. It's just a matter of that you're at a different stage of your lives. There's a high possibility that they are going through things that either they are envious or they're just, they're not at a place where they are ready to change. And seeing the change in you, the tribe mentality is kicking in and they are seeing you step away from the group and they are very much solid in their tribe. So they're like, well, you can go off and do your thing, but I am very secure with where I'm at right now. And they're comfortable, they feel safe, they feel secure, they feel stable, regardless of whether that means happy or not. High possibility that it's not. If they're, if they're bringing it negative energy to your positive changes, there's a high possibility that they are not happy within themselves. And that is the reason they're bringing that energy towards you and your positive change. Um. But until they reach a point where they are ready to make those changes themselves, they're only ever going to see your positive change as a negative because it's just reminding them of the changes that they're not making. Um, and they have to get to that point themselves. You can't do that for them. That is a journey that they have to take. Um, and you shouldn't want to take that journey away from them either because they're going to reach a hopefully and uh, a point in their life where they're like yes I have to make this change and it's going to be sustainable because they've reached that point within themselves so you don't want to take that journey away from them but on the on the other side to this environments are the very much the same thing so where you're living the 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 
area that you've built as your home, you know, your, your work environment, your social environment, your training environment, all the environments that you bring yourself into, at the end of the day, we're animals, right? We are a very much evolved, very basic animal in the sense that we have to take pride in our environments. Because at the end of the day, if we don't have pride in our environments, we're not going to have that sense of this is mine, this is this is where I this is where I belong. Um, so if we don't have pride in our environments, then we need to work out why and we need to work out what we want to be changing. Now, this is very subjective and very different for different people. For example, a friend of mine, Jasmine, who she's actually been on the podcast speaking about this, is that she went down the path of minimalism and she started to remove as much as possible, basically, within her living environment because it helped her have a clear headspace. And... Um, this is very, very important. You know, like it's it, it's very different for different people. So she's gone down the path of minimalism so that a clear space is a clear headspace for her. Whereas other people, they like to have lots of memories on the walls. They like to have um, souvenirs and memoirs around the place. And that's absolutely fine. But it's got to be a place where you are proud of and it's something that I say quite regularly at um whenever I'm at a place of work is that I like it to be kept like I like everything to be left as I would want to find it it's the same as when I'm at home because I always say I like to take pride in the place that I work so obviously when you work from home and you work from yourself your office space should be exactly the same you should have an area where for example, this is my area for podcasts and I like to take, like, I feel proud of this area because it's clean, it's fresh, you know, I'm, I'm in my dining area, I'm right next to the kitchen, kitchen where all my coffee is, that just says all really, um, and it's a place where, you know, I can see outdoors, I can see the glorious sunshine, you know, I've got pabs running around in the garden and it just makes me feel at ease and that's the energy that I want to be bringing to my podcast I want to have that sense of calm in control relaxed vibe and therefore my environment has to reflect that whereas if I was in an environment where there was clutter all over the place you know I could see piles of washing that I needed to be doing um I was had all the notes of all the work that I need to be doing in the day the boxes I need to be ticking, you know, I would feel stressed because I'm looking around at all the things that still need to be done and I'm not in a comfortable environment, I'm in an untidy, unsettled environment and therefore that's the energy I would be bringing to my podcast. So it's so important that your environments should reflect the energy you want to be bringing. So if you're in a place of work, your workplace, you should take pride in that. So what do you want your workplace to be like? And this could be your office at home. It could be like a like your little coffee area where you're having it at house. Or maybe it's a cafe that you go to, but you want to pick a particular cafe that's maybe not quite so noisy. There's not so many kids knocking about. Or maybe it's at the right time in a certain cafe. So it's a little bit quieter. Maybe you enjoy everybody rushing around and you get that good energy from people like meeting everyone and stuff. 
it's very subjective, but you've got to pick your environments properly. It's back, even going for the gym, you need to pick a train, you need to pick a gym that, and this is something that I hold very strongly, that when I first moved down south from Scotland, I'd been training in the same gym in Scotland for years. Um, I only ever trained really in two gyms in Scotland and um, I never hopped gyms or anything like that because I was happy in my environments. And then when I moved down south, I had to find my way until I found the current gym that I'm training. I've actually got two, two gyms. I've got my CrossFit gym and my, my um, standard training gym. And both of which very much are two very different environments, but they reflect what I'm looking for within a gym. They're both welcoming. I love everybody who trains there. Um, but they're also, you go and you get shit done. Like, I'm not going there to, you know, be waiting for kids sitting on their phones on pieces of kit. I'm not there to be cliquey and, you know, get the gossip and all this stuff. I'm going to train and I'm going to better myself. And I want to be surrounded by people who also feel the same way. So it's very important that you're, you're putting yourself into these environments that reflect what it is you want to get from where you are. Um, so paying attention to these two key areas in your life, your social circle, family, friends, work, etc., alongside your, your environment. Having these two hand in hand, you know, they're not always going to be perfect, but getting them as close to that as possible and then getting yourself into the routines of these and what you're gaining and what you need to be giving for these areas, you're going to start seeing an improvement within yourself and your mood and the attention and the intention that you're bringing to everything that you do day to day because you are going to be setting yourself and priming yourself to be better. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I will catch you in the next one. Lots of love. Pab says goodbye too, but he is currently chilling on the rug and I'm not going to disturb him. But I will catch you on the next episode. If you enjoyed this, please do like and subscribe. Share to someone that you feel may benefit from this episode and I will catch you guys in the next one.